This is Ubuntu Radio coming to you live from Colombo in Sri Lanka. And joining us right now is Her Excellency Dr. Pando. Good afternoon, Minister, and welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Uh, good afternoon to all the listeners of Ubuntu Radio. Thank you for this opportunity. Minister, in 1995, the late former President Nelson Mandela initiated the formation of IORA. How crucial is it for South Africa to remain within IORA? Well, I think it's very, very important. Um, over the decades, um, the oceans have become extremely important uh, in global affairs, uh, given both trade as well as people-to-people -people, uh, contact, and of course, uh, the very pressing issues of climate change. Uh, the oceans have a very vital role in us creating a sustainable environment. And uh, if, as I have said, trade is a significant component of ocean activity, clearly millions of livelihoods are affected. Um, and we have to make sure that the oceans are open uh, to all nations and that all people can trade can exchange goods and have contact. What I think is so important about President Mandela's vision was that uh, he articulated the desire that the Indian Ocean should be a zone of peace and development. And this uh, notion has been brought into the center stage of our collaboration as Indian Ocean uh, Rim countries. And we really have promoted the idea that what we do in Ayora, the Indian Ocean Rim Association, is to promote peaceful use of the ocean, to have attention to security, but not to threaten anyone, just to ensure that all of us enjoy access to the ocean for purposes of development, for purposes of socioeconomic uh, objectives. So the vision of President Mandela uh, was he was, as always, you know, an insightful man. Mm -hmm. And his vision has certainly influenced uh, the work of IORA. It's becoming uh, a large organization now of 34 uh, member uh, states, as well as dialogue uh, partner countries. Uh, so huge uh, growing interest, I think, because of the very positive agenda that we have as an association. Uh, maritime security is of high importance for the member states within IORA. What is it that they can do to ensure that there is peace, like you've already said, in the Indian Ocean Zone? Firstly, uh, what is imperative, we mustn't threaten anyone. Uh, so we should recognize all of us must have access. All of us must enjoy uh, the bounty and the opportunities equally and fairly uh, that are offered uh, by the oceans. But we know that there are criminals who try to take advantage of what the oceans offer. We should have proper rules on fisheries, uh, which is a subject that is in the context of the WTO. Uh, there are countries that abuse uh, uh, fishing stock uh, in our oceans. We also know that uh, there's a lot of piracy and criminal activity so uh, the promotion of activities that are di directed at security has to be done in collaboration. If the Indian Ocean countries collaborate with their marine uh, security services, 
I think then we have the basis for a positive attitude rather than some of the alliances you see uh, with respect to other oceans where it's a much more, uh, uh, I think, hostile security attitude rather than one of cooperation, collaboration and protection. Minister, Saudi Arabia has been admitted into IORA. In South Africa's view, what is the role of dialogue members? Well, dialogue members uh, bring a rich uh, a source of ideas uh, into the forum. Uh, they're also very keen to learn uh, from us. And many of them border other oceans and would like to promote similar ideals to those that are within IORA. IORA has also taken on a number of research activities and a number of the dialogue partners have research institutes that are devoted to marine research and they wish to collaborate with IORA member countries in order to learn from what we're doing, to share their research and to see what form of research cooperation we might have. IORA will almost certainly lead to the creation of new institutions out of its work. And again, uh, countries such as Saudi Arabia, France, Germany would want to be a part of that new institution making. There has been developments with the conflict between Palestine and Israel. And of course, there has been escalations in the last couple of hours. What is South Africa's view on this? Well, I've got to say we are very, very concerned as South Africa. As you would know, for many, many years, our country has been arguing that all the United Nations resolutions on the two-state solution need to be respected and implemented. And we've called on the global community and particularly the United Nations to be more uh, robust in supporting a movement toward a peaceful resolution of the conflict that has existed for over seven decades between Israel and Palestine. We know that for many years, the people of Palestine have been under occupation, have suffered a great deal of injustice and have had a strong desire for freedom. We also know that the people of Israel wish for security and we would hope that the people of Israel will call more and more for a peaceful settlement between these two brotherly people and uh, work toward a peaceful outcome that gives effect to the United Nations uh, resolutions on this matter. We would call for peace as South Africa. All violence uh, is something that we do not support uh, from whatever side it may come. Uh, we believe as nations uh, there's an important role we pay, play in protecting particularly innocent civilians, uh, public infrastructure, and uh, none of us can ever be satisfied at being advocates for war. South Africa will never do that. We will call for peace and a settlement of this matter. It has just been allowed to go on for too long the world community has not done enough. So shouting from the rafters does not assist. Let us now show the leadership to help these nations mm -hmm. arrive at peace. Minister, thank you so much for your time.